Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Right back at it on the fan on the late night. Who's up? Are you driving? Where are you driving to? Call me up. Tell me. 877-337-6666. Let's take these calls quicker, and then maybe we can move on from the fact that the Jets and the Giants are not playoff teams. They're going to lose out. They're going to just miss the playoffs, and that's all right. That's okay. You have meaningful December football. You're not going to have meaningful January football. And you should take that and be cool with that based on where you were this time last year. Based on the expectations going into this year, you overachieved. You're ahead of schedule. The Giants, the Giants wanted to run it back with Joe Judge. Joe Judge is over there with the Patriots. I mean, I don't even know why they took him back. What exactly is he doing? Is he helping them run that offense? Hmm. What about Patrick Graham? They wanted Patrick Graham to stay here too. Go check out how many games the Raiders' defense has blown a 10-point lead. 14-point lead, 17, 20-point lead. You guys have seen. You watch the NFL. It's not that many games. Giants fans forced the Maras to go get football, guys, and they found them. Shane, Dayball, those are the right guys to lead the Giants where they have to go, and you got a glimpse of that this year with less. They made something out of nothing. So imagine what they do in two to three years when this team is full of guys they drafted, they developed, their culture is fully intact, right? And then they come out of this cap hell that, you know, Gettleman got them in and, you know, Kenny Galladay is not around anymore. And, you know, it's on the way. You just got to be patient and wait for it. And I think this year being a year that Giants fans didn't have to struggle through every Sunday, that there was hope, there was optimism. Giants fans were fired up to go back to MetLife, fired up to go out and wear their Giants gear at the bar. And, like, that's that's a, a good first year of a rebuild, better than you would expect from a rebuild. They were in it the whole season. They're not going to be in it the rest of the way. They're falling out. They, they've lost their identity. Their identity is not giving Saquon the ball 20, 25 times and him hitting big plays anymore. Everybody in the NFL knows how to stop that. He's tired. He's he's bruised. He's battered. He's got a bad neck. Who knows what else he has? He's, he's going to try and tough it out, but there's no other weapons around him, so the Giants are cooked. And on the other side with the Jets, man, 
That's one hell of a defense Rob Sala, a defensive-minded coach, has put together. But on the other side, you know, his buddy LaFleur, he gives him the opportunity to be the offensive coordinator, and he might be a good offensive coordinator, but he does not have all the pieces to run the offense that he's trying to run. And when you look at their running backs, they're dealing with a rookie who was like third, fourth string, Michael Carter coming back. Man, Michael Carter, you cannot put the ball on the ground. When the team is driving, trying to come back, you cannot be the guy to cough it up right there. Mike White, it's a lot of hype. I I think the first thing I said when I came in, because I was in London and Amsterdam the week that Mike White beat the Bears, I wasn't that impressed. I wasn't that impressed. What I was impressed with was the fact that he did it in the cold and the rain and the wind. In his first game, he balled out like that, right, laughing at Zach Wilson, Jim Rome playing the clip over and over again. Like, come on, guys, it's windy as hell out there. <laughs> that's all. That's all Jim Rome kept playing today. I, I should have hit somebody in here because we have CBS Radio. He's out in LA, but CBS Radio is right here next to WFA. And I meant to hit somebody. Like, please clip that for my show tonight because Jim Rome was going in on Zach Wilson, and he kept using the clip. Like, come on, guys, you know it's windy as hell out there. Don't ever say that. <laughs> you play football, you're a quarterback. Do not ever blame the elements because every other guy on offense, defense, special teams, and on the other team had to go out there and do their job in the elements. And you don't get to complain about if it was that windy, they would have canceled the game. <laughs> you got Mike White going out there in, uh, you know, wintry conditions, cold wind. Yeah, getting smacked, getting his head rocked, getting his ribs hit. Standing there making throws, going out of the game, coming back in. He's a tough guy. He showed you that. But I think the Jets, if they are really trying to go where they want to go, which is the playoffs, it's next year. It's not a, a year for Mike White to lead them to, to a one-and-done playoff. Like It's next year. Get a veteran quarterback in here that can actually consistently get the ball to Garrett Wilson when he's open and uh, – Maybe they have a better shot with this defense. The defense is ahead of schedule. The defense is what put them ahead of schedule. This offense is not. This offense is behind schedule, and they wasted time with Zach Wilson this year. Zach Wilson did enough to manage the games, right? But in the games that he lost, he didn't do enough to win them. He couldn't make a play. If anything, he was throwing the ball to the other team, giving the game away. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. I'm going to take these last calls on Giants, Jets, and then we'll uh, mosey our way into something else because I like to be positive. I like to be glass half full, never glass half empty. But as I'm listening to the fan today, and I've been listening to the fan the last couple weeks, and, I, I, you know, it's like Jets fans and Giants fans on this radio station, so they're speaking to other Jets fans and Giants fans, and they want to put out hope and optimism and they want you to believe. And you go into the last couple weeks as a Giants fan, man, I, if the tie didn't break you, right? I mean, you know, if it was a loss, I guess it would have broke Giants. Fan. But the tie for me as a, you know, not a fan, but knowing I'd have to watch and talk about it on the radio, I'm like, you can't tie that game. You're a Graham Gano kick away from winning the game. you got to win that one. The way the schedule's set up, you're about to face that team on Sunday night football. They're rested. I don't know who set up the schedule, but the commanders... Tied the Giants, went on a bye week. The Giants got smacked by the Eagles while they rested. And now you got to run it back on their terms, at their place. And the NFL said, oh, yeah, flex that game. 
That's the one we want on Sunday Night Football. It's got playoff implications. They're in the playoffs. Congratulations, Giants fans. You're in the playoffs. It's Sunday night. And you might be one and done. Because if you lose that game, I, I think you lose uh I think you lose your spot. And I'm not saying it to be negative. I'm not saying it to, you know, because I'm not a fan of the teams. I'm being realistic as an NFL fan and I'm watching the trend and I'm watching the way these teams are going. And I'm getting out in front of it as a host on WFAN because the rest of these hosts are going to tell you they're there's still a chance. They, but look at the schedule and look at the teams that they play. Just look at their rosters. It's late in the season. And the last thing I'll say, what I noticed this week, and I noticed I noticed this stuff before, but I really noticed it this week. And uh, Jihar Ward had a post game that echoed this. It's December football. It's not about who is who and what is what anymore, right? It's about who wants it more in December. It's cold. The conditions are trash. Everyone is hurt. No one is 100% week 13, 14, 15. It's about who wants it more. And what, what, what does that mean? If you never played football, when you're on a football field, a lot of times you're one-on-one and you got to do your job or beat your man to win. And you got to want it more than the man across from you. And watching the Jets and Giants, these games are won and lost in the trenches. And that is where it's really one-on-one because you got to beat the guy right in front of you. I do not trust the offensive line of the Jets. The defensive line of the Jets is good. Quinton Williams, I think he's fine, right? I think he went out of the game, whatever. But it's about the trenches. I don't trust the offensive line of the Jets. I don't really trust the offensive line of the, the Giants either. Not not enough to you know block eight guys and open up holes for Saquon. And then on the other side of the ball, the defensive line, yeah, the, the Giants' defensive line looks better now with Ojolari back and Thibodeau. But guess how much better they're going to look next year? Ojolari's in his second game back. They're going to be better next year with Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. And Kayvon Thibodeau, who's not a rookie, next year. But they'll have some Pro Bowlers. So it's December football. It's about who wants it more. And these teams are trending in the direction of teams that are cooked and not teams that can smell the playoffs that want it more. And that's just my humble opinion. Let's go back to the phones. Matthew on Staten Island. What's up, man? You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How are you? I'm all right. Can't complain. You know, I'm just... Trying to fill this quick little show with my thoughts before I have longer shows and talk to whoever I can. <laughs> so, real quick about the Giants. I know you've been on it for a while, but you, you know what? Every negative, there's a positive. And I, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. We looked horrible against the Eagles. I was at that game. Not the best experience. Like, Julian Love looked terrible. The punting looked bad. But uh, if anything, Daniel Jones played a really good game, I think. You know, he definitely stepped it up um, midway. He threw a nice touchdown. He ran the ball nice. He carried the ball nice. He found his open guys. And I think we still got a shot at the playoffs, you know. I was looking at the schedule for us, for Washington, Seattle, Detroit. Seattle and Washington have a tough schedule, man. And for us, I mean, I think we can win Washington. I think we can win versus the Colts. And, I mean, the Eagles can always hit their players. I mean, I doubt they will because it's a divisional game. But I think if we win two out of the next four, that we can potentially seal the deal. 
Potentially. Thanks for the call, Matthew. But check me out, folks. Have the Giants won a game in the NFC East all year? No, they haven't. They're 0-3-1. So until they beat somebody in the division, right, and this whole division is in the playoff hunt, I can't believe that they're going to beat the Commanders. And now I'm looking at the Commanders' schedule. And the Commanders have the Giants, and I feel like they're going to win this game on Sunday night. Then they go out to face the 49ers on Christmas Eve. They probably lose that game. Then they host the Browns. I think they can beat the, the Cleveland Browns. Have you seen the Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson? I wish Deshaun Watson no luck. I hope he's trashed the rest of his career. I hope that's the worst contract decision in the history of the NFL. I hope he is miserable. I hope he can't figure it out. I hope he doesn't ever return to the form that he once had. But anyway, the Browns have Deshaun Watson at quarterback. I don't think they beat the Commanders on January 1st in Landover, Maryland. And then on January 8th, speaking of frauds, the Dallas Cowboys also go to Landover, Maryland. And who knows how the Cowboys will be feeling that last week. Will they play guys? Will they rest guys? But they are a team that could lose to the commanders as well, whether they're trying or not trying, because they're frauds, because they're suspects. So, yeah, there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Of course, there's a chance. But I'm getting in front of it and saying, don't be so, like, fixated on the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Like, there's just, it's okay. It's okay to say, hey, if they make it, cool. But, you know, I don't think so. Because I, I understand that, that, that hurt. I understand that pain. I understand that feeling of thinking that you're a playoff team in October, November, oh, no, December, not sure. Don't set yourself up for failure. It's okay. Jack in North Hadalon, New Jersey, on the fan. What's up, Jack? Hey, Keith. How's it going? Big fan. Thanks for calling in. It's going well. Did I pronounce your town right? Uh, Yeah, close enough. Okay. Um, I was just talking about – so I was just wondering – like, why you think the Giants are so dead? Like, is they haven't won a time? game in weeks, and and when I watch them play, they can't put it together, and that doesn't look like a good team. And I didn't ever really think they were a good team, but I thought that they were hanging around with good teams and they were playing mistake free football, which enabled them to steal and win some games. Can't say they're playing mistake-free football anymore. The last caller just talked about Julian Love, who I think is a pro bowler, who I think is, if not the best player on that defense, one of the best players. He misjudged a ball this week that led to a touchdown. Their corners, they're cooked. Like, they don't have the guys. It's okay to admit, like, the, the roster doesn't have it, and the coaching can't coach this roster to victory in December when it's mano y mano, who wants it more, uh, it's it's a tough go for them late. They haven't won a game in a month. Yeah, the roster's definitely not there, but it's a, it's a, the same team they're throwing out there, a team against that they just tied against. So why do you think that they're – do you just think they're going to lose to the commanders or – I think that the commanders are not going to allow themselves – like I think the commanders are going to come out and take that game. Chase Young will be back. He's rested up now, and I don't know if he's going to be a factor, but he's just going to bring energy as a number two overall pick. Uh, remember the Chase Young sweepstakes a couple years back. And yeah. when when you talk about talent, when you talk about the rosters, and you look at the playmakers they have and the talent that they have on their roster, 
I just believe that their roster is better and that, yeah, I mean, that those guys are going to make plays on Sunday night football more than the Giants can. Just looking at, like I said, looking at the Giants' DBs, they couldn't guard Devontae Smith and A.J. Mm-hmm. Brown. They're not going to be able to stop Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Jahan Dotson. They're just not. They're not going to line up against those guys and be able to check them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we don't have – we need a good little wide out. Like, we need we need one of those guys. That, right. And then when you look like – the fact that Isaiah Hodgins is scoring touchdowns for the Giants, they picked him up off the practice squad yeah. in Buffalo like week seven. <laughs> he wasn't even on the team. Yeah, I just think – I also think that shows that, that Jones has potential. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, I haven't mentioned Daniel Jones, and I'm, I've am i been a Daniel Jones supporter this whole year. I think he needs to be the quarterback next year. I think, uh, I, I think they do need to re-sign him. Saquon I'm not sure about unless Saquon doesn't, you know, fight for top dollar. But Daniel Jones, I think, has proven himself this year. And I think you got to want to see two things with Daniel Jones. Him actually have some playmakers at receiver that he could get the yeah. ball to and then they can do the rest, yards after catch. And then you also have to see him in year two under Brian Dable, right? He's had so many different coaches and schemes. I would want to see that young man get the, ch- the chance to grow under Brian Dable in year two, have a whole offseason of watching film and working on little things. And then, you know, figuring out what they want to do in the offense. And then what playmakers to get. And like I already mentioned, Wandale Robinson will be back next year. Xavier McKinney will be back next year. You hope that Kayvon Thibodeau takes a step. And Evan Neal takes a step like Andrew Thomas took in year two. Yeah, that all sounds great. I mean, I think think we definitely need good playmakers around to help Jones. Because I really am a believer in him, I think. I think he can be a, a very good NFL quarterback, but he just, I mean, the he's fact had that a he's a rough situation. He gets drafted yeah. higher than people thought he was supposed to go. Like no one thought he was a six overall pick. So that's yeah. awkward. It's like, oh, here I go. I'm coming into the NFL with, with doubt, with a bunch of people doubting me. And then he had three different head coaches. And I, I mean, I, I think he is a smart guy. I like how he carries himself. He doesn't say too much. And I think if you get him some playmakers that he can throw the ball to and they do the rest, and then you also can take some pressure off of a Saquon or whoever's in the backfield, I think his numbers will go up as far as yards and touchdowns. It's tough when you're you're throwing the ball to Kenny Galladay and he's dropping it. You're throwing the ball to Darius Slayton and he's dropping it. I know someone put out a, a video recently of all the drops that Jones has had. Get him some uh-huh. solid receivers and a second year under Dayball and Kafka, and I think he's going to look like a better NFL quarterback. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And uh, I'll let you go, but go Devils, of course, and uh, enjoy the rest of the night. Go Devils. That was a tough loss. Thanks for the call, Jack. I mean, we got to break it down, but uh, I don't know. I might try and go to Devils game Saturday. I got to look at the schedule. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's break it down when we come back. More of your calls and uh, the last of the Jets and Giants talk. I'll try and move into uh, some baseball conversation for the last half hour. Let's do that break right now. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. I'm here. Had to let that Gorillas track go. 
You don't you don't jump in front of that. Suddenly somebody let me out of my cage. Right? Is that the right lyrics? Hold on, let that play. Oh finally. <laughs> I used to love the gorillas. I forget what age. I I, I mean obviously when Feel, Feel Good Inc. came out, that was uh that was obviously a banger. But what album was I rocking to a couple years after from the gorillas? So Demon Days, I was I was in high school. But then they dropped Humans. When they dropped Humans, I was really into that album for some reason. I think just the features that they had on it. Was it Humans? Yeah. I might have to listen to that tonight when I go home. Just run through that whole album. What song do I like on that album? Let me look real quick. Gorillas, Humans. Ah. Uh. I don't know. There was a there was a jam on there. I gotta find that one and I'll get back to you. Maybe on the on the next break I'll come back with what gorilla songs I like. There were some cuts on there. Yeah, they had Pusha T on that album. De La Soul on that album. Vince Staples on that album. I'll I'll think of the song and I'll get back to you. I got a show to host here and I've got like maybe thirty minutes. So uh, my message tonight was pretty much that the Jets and Giants aren't making the playoffs and that's okay. It's not like the Chiefs or the Bills or the Dallas Cowboys or the Eagles. Like it's not like one of those teams that you know. And even the Eagles have way past their expect- expectations. I mean, they made the playoffs last year. I guess they were expected to make it again this year. But the Jets and Giants falling short of the playoffs in 2022 should not be a disappointment. And I know I'm not a fan of the Jets or Giants, so maybe I don't feel it the same way some of you feel it. But I think that puts me in a position to speak on it in a way. That Jets and Giants fans aren't ready to speak on it yet. They're just not ready to believe that it's over. It ain't over until it's over, right? I get all of that. You know, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. Uh, the percentages, they're in the hunt. Anything can happen any given Sunday. But, like, I'm going off of what I'm seeing, man. I'm going off of what I'm watching. I watch these teams every Sunday with Red Zone. And it's like, you know, before I got on the radio, I would watch Red Zone or I watched the Cowboys. But it's like research, right? It's, you need to know what's going on with these teams. I was watching the game Sunday when uh, was it Jamie Gilliam, Jamie Gilliam, the punter, when he dropped that punt, when he dropped that punt, and uh, Jamie Gilliam, I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Jamie Gillian. didn't they want him off the team already? Wasn't he like trapped in London? <laughs> they wanted him off the team or something. You're not winning with that guy. And then they knocked the uh, Eagles punter out of the game. Woo! He thought it was sweet. It's the NFL. Welcome to the NFL. Uh, what, what did I see in the Jets game? The, honestly, the Jets, it was a scoreless first quarter, and I thought it was going to be a scoreless first half. But good teams score before the half, especially when they're at home. Josh Allen and the Bills did that. And the Jets' pass rush was getting home. I said, it's December football. The games are decided in the trenches. December football is all about what, ladies and gentlemen? Who wants it more? And when you're talking about mano y mano, man-to-man, there's no greater competition than the competition that these guys go through in in the trenches. If you've ever played football, you understand what I'm talking about. The offensive line, the defensive line, as soon as the ball is snapped, it's mortal combat. They're fighting. They are legit fighting grown men who are 300 pounds, over 6'5". These are guys that bench 400 pounds, squat 600 pounds. It is war. 
And if you don't want it more, it's a long day at the office. And uh, I don't know about these offensive lines. Defensive lines look solid, but I don't know about these offensive lines. And if they're playoff offensive lines, I just I don't believe. So tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. You can tell me I'm wrong. Let's go to Robert in Manhattan on the fan. Good morning, Keith. Oh, you are making my day. You are making my day. Now, <laughs> Good morning. Now, yes, now, uh, just to um, show you that I can make some alleged predictions, this is what I want for the new year. Philadelphia Eagles are going to go right through the NFC. They are going to play either one of three teams in the Super Bowl, Buffalo, Kansas City, or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Every day I kind of think, well, maybe it's Kansas City, well, Mahomes, you know, well, maybe it's Buffalo, you know, you know, Josh Allen. But I'm beginning to perhaps think that the sneaky Joe Burrow may do that. After all, he has beaten Omaha Holmes the last three yep. times this year, as you know. Now, let me tell you back. what I... That offensive line has improved from last year. Go on, I'm with you. Yeah, now, let me tell you what's going Oh, by the way, the uh, NHL, just to show you how far I'm going to predict, the Stanley Cup Eastern Championship is going to be between the Devils and the Bruins. <laughs> I would like no one, that. I would like Bru- that. The Bruins are just the Bruins are really with, good too. They are okay. They might be better than the Devils, but go ahead. Well, well, we'll see. Well, I've got a long way to go. Wake me up and wake me up when it's April. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just I'm just going off. The Bruins have a history of doing it and being there. The Devils are young and upstart, but yeah, continue. You know what I'm looking forward to? A couple of days. Uh, I don't know. He's got, I think he's got 797. A couple of days, we're going to get a record broken. 800 goals. A great A. It's going to do it mm-hmm. anyway. Let me tell you what's going to happen Sunday. I hope. I hope. I hope the Lions come in and they roar so loud in in MetLife Stadium that I can even hear it up here in Washington Heights. I hope they stomp the Jets into insensibility. Send them home. Goodbye. Next year. You know, Zach Wilson, who cares? Et cetera, et cetera. The Commanders, I hope they dismantle the Giants. And send them to their misery and go home, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I hope happens Sunday, Keith. I think it's going to – I mean, even if it's not a blowout, they're they're both going to get beat Sunday. They're facing better teams, good. And, good, teams good, good. and teams that are playoff teams. Welcome to the playoffs. The Jets and Giants are in playoff games. You need to win these games if you have plans of going to the playoffs and the team across from, from you has those plans. The, the Lions know they have to win out, and then so do the Commanders. And I feel like they have better head coaches. I feel like they have better rosters and better talent. And in December, they want it more. So, listen, you're on with us tomorrow night, five hours, and Wednesday, too. Oh, it's going to be so good hearing you. See, I like your I like your zest. You, you, you're like oomph. You're like <laughs> See, in New York, you can't say zest, though, because zesty, zesty means something different in New York. But thank you for the compliment. <laughs> oh, you're. Uh, thanks for the call, Robert. <laughs> I'm looking at sus. <laughs> Saying that I'm zesty is suspect, but I mean, some some of the New Yorkers that are listening understand what I'm saying. Like, hey, yo, hold on. He said I like your zest. <laughs> if somebody says you you're too zesty, go look that up on like Ur- Urban Dictionary or something. The zest. Let me see what the definition of zest is. <laughs> That just made me laugh. But, Robert, thank you for the call, and I appreciate the compliment. So, zest is great enthusiasm and energy. Used in a sentence, they campaigned with zest and intelligence. Now, if you type in zesty, 
<laughs> Having a strong, pleasant, and somewhat spicy flavor. But go check the uh, Urban Dictionary um, term for that. That that legit just made me laugh. I have a little bit of tears in my eyes. I know, I know somebody out there understands what I'm talking about when someone says you're a little too zesty. Hey, yo, <laughs> moving right along. Out in San Diego, Sean, you're on the fan. Hey, hey, yo, call me Steve, bro. That's what you don't want me to do. You're coming. I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You're coming in like a little hollow. I don't know if you have Bluetooth oh, really? on. Or... Can you hear me better? Can you hear me better? I can hear you a little better now. I don't know. It seems like you're not talking on the phone like you're in a, in a room on speakerphone. No, no, I'm not on. Oh, now the call has dropped. Well, Sean was calling from San Diego, and the topic of his call was Fernando Tatis, and that was going to be my way to transition into this Yankees rumors and gossip and nonsense. I'm going to do it anyway without Sean. I think I was on Friday night when the rumors of Carlos Correa came through. I did not entertain that. I told you I didn't entertain that. I'm good on Carlos Correa, and I'm good on the rumors, I've seen this episode a hundred times. Scott Boris trying to drive the price up. Yankees fans, I, I, I feel like you guys have seen this episode a hundred times as well. These are the New York Yankees. First off, they're first in line for whoever they really want. They're not a mystery team ever. Why? Because when you mention the Yankees, you're talking big money. So they know that across the board. There are 29 teams and the New York Yankees. Pretty soon they're going to have to start putting the Mets in that conversation instead of the Yankees, right? Because whenever you mention the Yankees, it's to drive up price. They make the most, and they used to spend the most. So miss me with the Carlos Correa rumors and miss me with the Tatis trade. Now that's different, right? Tatis is not a free agent. Tatis Jr. popped up. Because they signed Xander Bogarts, a shortstop, to an 11-year deal. When you already have a shortstop that you signed two years ago to a 14-year deal. And you have Hassan Kim. Why do you need three shortstops? The Yankees don't have one. So I didn't really entertain the Fernando Tatis Jr. stuff because I hate that we live in this digital age, which I love the internet. I love Twitter, Instagram. Honestly, I wouldn't be on the radio without Twitter or Instagram. I use social media, the internet, with no gatekeepers to get myself noticed, to put myself on. But the problem with the internet right now uh, for baseball fans is who do you believe? Who do you trust? And especially with Elon Musk making it so that these verified badges don't mean anything anymore. It used to be, oh, verified? That's a credible source. I know who's behind that account. I know that the person behind that account is who they claim to be. Elon messed that up too. As of today, I noticed, when you click on my account, at Keith McPherson on Twitter, go go to my account on Twitter, at Keith McPherson, and click on my name. <laughs> it now says, this is a legacy verified account. It may or may not be notable. What? (laughs) Last week it said, this is a verified account because this person is notable in news, media, entertainment, something like that. Now, hey, maybe, maybe not. Now there's literally, when you click on my verified badge, 
a note that comes up that says, hey, this may or may not be a notable person. I promise you I am me. I promise you I'm on the radio and TV, which have made me notable. That verified badge I didn't pay for. That verified badge was put on me this year when I was on WFAN at night and MLB Network during the day. I got verified, I don't know, sometime in like April or May? I'm not sure when. The problem with the winter meetings and the offseason and Twitter is that we all refresh Twitter to find out any news, any rumors, anything. And you just saw John Heyman flip the whole thing upside down with an arson judge seems to be headed to the Giants tweet, which wasn't true, but we all thought it was true. So we had that four minutes of, that's it. And then the real stuff comes out. Now you don't know who to believe or what to trust, but you got Yankees Twitter sweating because Yankees fans are like, please do something. Look at the Mets again. Oh, my. The Mets, the Mets, the Mets, Steve Cohen. They're getting everyone. They're getting arms. And they're doing a good job. And that's got nothing to do with the Yankees. The Yankees, did, did the Mets take anyone the Yankees were really in on? No. And it doesn't matter. The Yankees still have time to do what they have to do. But as more time goes on without the Yankees making a move, more rumors are going to pop up. And I'll remind you that they're first in line for free agents. If they wanted Carlos Rodon, I think it would have been done already. I think he's he Scott Boris is, is shopping him with other teams for either an extra year or extra money that the Yankees aren't willing to pay. Carlos Correa, they passed on last year. There's rumors that Minnesota has a big deal for him. He might just go back there. I don't know who else wants him. He's not, I don't know. There's In the last two years, there have been plenty of shortstops, right? These are the last, the last two years have been the greatest offseason seasons for acquiring a shortstop, a top shortstop in Major League Baseball. If anyone wanted Carlos Correa that bad, they would have got him. I don't, I don't expect him to be with the Yankees. And uh, Tatis Jr., I wouldn't want. I did when he was the face of baseball a couple years ago. Wouldn't want him now. Who would they trade for him? All of our top prospects for a guy that uh, falls off a motorcycle, misses time, then gets suspended for steroids, lies about it, says he put on some ringworm cream, something like that. No, nah, I'm good on Fernando Tatis. Okay, now we got a bunch of Yankees calls. Well, let's break so that when I come back, we can close the show with all Yankees calls and talk. Break it down, sus. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Oh, yeah. Sus found it. This is the gorilla song I was talking about. This is my favorite song off of Humans from 2017. I think this is instrumental, which is fine. Because if we play the words, it might have curse words in it. But this song is called Submission. It's track number seven with Kalila and Danny Brown. Jam. Go look, go look it up on YouTube. And uh, listen to it at least twice and, and tell me that's not a jam. That's one of those random cuts on the Gorillaz album. I used to listen to all their stuff. I got to get back into them. Like, you know how you'll listen to a band for a little while and, you know, depending on, I don't know, like the phone you have. It's funny because <laughs> millennials are in the age. Like, you know, you used to listen to them on the phone, depending on the phone you have. Like, going back, people are like, yeah, depending on the record you had or the A-track you had. I think I heard them talking about A-tracks on Carton and Roberts today. Uh, depending on the CD, the cassette you had, well, depending on the phone you had, I think in 2017, I had an iPhone, of course, but I think in 2017, I was an Apple Music guy, and I don't use Apple Music anymore. I use Tidal because I got a job at Rock Nation in 2018, got a free Tidal account, and I thought Tidal was better. So I kept Tidal since 2018, and, uh, you know, I don't have any gorilla saved on my title playlist, I really only have hip-hop. But now I'm going to get back into listening to the Gorillas tonight. I'm going to run that album. It's going to take me back. That's what I love about music. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big sports guy, but I think I'm, I'm right there, too, as a music guy. I just don't get to showcase that a lot here at WFAN. It's not a music station. It's a sports station. But I love music, too. Music's a big part of my life. I was a DJ from DJ in the strip club to DJ in Sweet 16s to DJ in actual clubs, to DJ in on college campuses, to DJ in the MLB fan cave in 2014. And uh, I listen to all kinds of music, not just hip-hop. Really now I feel like I listen to more hip-hop than ever because I've gotten older and I go back and I listen to some of the old hip-hop and I'm like, this is better than the music that we get now. Like the new Music Fridays, I always hope that somebody hits, and they do. I'm listening to Metro Boomin's album. That's, that's decent. I'm listening to Nas's album. That's pretty good. Uh, everyone's listening to Her Loss from Drake in 21. Uh, what other album was I listening to? I don't know. We don't have enough time. We do have enough time in the next 10 minutes to take these last two calls, which are Yankees calls, and I already kind of queued it up. I, I didn't care for the Carlos Correa conversation last week. I knew it was nonsense. I knew it was BS. 
I knew it was Boris. And I might have said that on air. I don't remember. But I definitely said, you know, Boris planted those rumors. He's trying to get someone to give Carlos Correa a long-term deal. No one wanted to last year. He might be going back to Minnesota. Just just go ahead, Carlos. Go, go, go to Minnesota and, and sign for six years. Right, they gave him a three-year deal last year with an opt-out after one. They probably gave him a five-year deal with an opt-out after five or something. Go, go back there. And all those Yankees fans that were dreaming about, oh, Carlos Correa coming here against the Astros would be great. Go get Carlos Correa. Like they're not. They already decided last year they didn't want him. And Tatis Jr., why would you want that problem? You're talking about the Yankees don't give out big contracts, right? The Yankees have a big contract with John Carlos Stan. He's halfway through. He's got five more years. They've got a big car, uh, a big contract with Garrett Cole. Why would they give a Carlos Correa a big contract? Oh yeah, and Aaron Judge just signed nine years, three hundred sixty million. They're not give, they're not taking on a, a Tatis Junior contract that's got twelve more years and I don't know three hundred million on it. And they're also not bringing on Carlos Correa, who's waiting for his big contract, his big deal to end his career. But you know what? They need to spend some money. They do need to go get some free agents because last week was great with Aaron Judge, but the more that they wait and they don't add to this team, I know they have IKF signing and Tommy Canely, but the more that they wait and they're trying to finesse some trades, which I expect because they spent so much money on Judge, the more the more the fan base is going to say, we're running it back, we're running it back, this is the same team. Dave is in Brooklyn, next up on the fan. What's up, Dave? Uh, you know what, listen, I mean, time is running out. Uh, you spend money until you put a winner out there. I mean, they can go through the same old you know, routine of hoping Peraza does this and hoping you know, Hicks wakes up. And ho- I mean, there are so many holes on this team. I don't even know where to start. I mean, look, third base, I don't even have to talk about. Shortstop, I don't even have to talk about. Even first base, we have a 220 hitter. We don't have a left fielder. We don't even know what's going to happen in center. We have so many holes that a Correa, which I don't think, who, who I don't think we're going to get, a Correa would just be the beginning of solving our problems. We are, this offense is going to be deplorable, Keith. That's my position. And, and you're not wrong. Thanks for the call, Dave. You know what I feel like, too? As names come off the board, that also has fans saying, what are you doing? What are you waiting on? As you see opponents getting better and making moves, whether it's the Blue Jays go and get uh, Kevin Kiermeyer and Chris Bassett, they're small moves, but they're still changing the team. You have to change the team. We can't accept they're running it back. They can't, like he just mentioned, hope that Hicks figures it out. You know, they can't put IKF at shortstop and say, oh, yeah, we're going to figure it out with Peraza if he beats him out in camp. Uh, they can't just put Josh Donaldson back there at third. I don't know. It's not. It's if they do that, they're going to take a step backwards, because everybody else, right? The, the league has closed the gap on us. Everybody else is making moves. Everybody else is trying to get better. The Phillies were in the World Series and they've gone for it this off season. The Astros won the World Series. They go sign an MVP to play first base. So you got to make moves. But let me remind you guys. I said this to my boy Matt. Matt with the stats from MLB Network. When I tweeted out, "Hey, I'm going on air," he's like. The Yankees need Rodon. I'm like, uh, if they like, they had plenty of time in free agency so far to get that done. I feel like at this point, like, if it's not done, I don't know how it gets done. But with Judge, we knew Judge had a, a, a timetable for you know when he wanted to sign. He wanted to sign at the winter meetings, and he did. 
But let me remind you listeners that are Yankees fans who got that deal done. It wasn't Brian Cashman. It was Hal. Hal bossed up. Hal channeled his father. And he got in touch with Aaron Judge, whether it was face-to-face on a FaceTime or whether it was over the phone. He got in touch with his guy and said, what do you need? Is it an extra year? $360 million? Done. Cashman was looking around like, I don't know. I don't know where he is. We have nothing scheduled with him. I don't know. I guess he's coming here, but he's not our player. He's a free agent. He's free to do what he wants. Hal is not stepping in for Carlos Rodon. He's not stepping in for any of these other free agents. That's on Cashman to go do. And he's chilling right now because you know what Cashman likes to do? He likes to play in the bargain bin, the clearance rack. He likes to wheel and deal and make these random trades for somebody that none of us are thinking about. And then the trade rumor today, Max Kepler. Oh, great. Eric is in Bensonhurst next up on the fan. What do you got, Eric? Your last yeah, call. Yeah, before you cut me off, Keith, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, my advice to Howard would be that was a bad decision to make, okay? Because in my opinion, maybe I'm in a minority, he's only looking to sell tickets and secure the uh, attendance records other than bettering the whole team. I would tell Judge, here's my offer. Like the mafia says, here's my offer. You don't accept it? Well, go to the Giants. Maybe he would have gone to the Giants, saved the money, improved the whole team. Everything. Pitching, uh, depth, infield, Judge came everything. out and said that he wasn't going to take guy, dollars he's not worth over it. He's his, died at 139 the playoffs. He's not... Whether he's worth it or not, he signed, player. sealed, delivered. Nine this years, guy, 360 even, million. Bernie Williams won four World Series. Don't even compare this guy to Bernie Williams. All right, so then you're out on watching the Yankees for the next decade. What else? Listen, no, no, no. I'm just being conversational. Uh, all right, he I, is all worth right. it. They paid him. He signed for nine years, 360 well, million. Right now, as you saw this guy, who's the better player? Bernie Williams in his prime? Bernie Williams is my favorite. Who won four Bernie. World Series? Oh, I'm not guy. putting Judge he's over Bernie. I'm not putting Judge over Keith, he got one hit against the Astros. Why I know. I've watched Judge's entire dollars? career. I mean, it's because ridiculous. where the Yankees are right now, he is the Yankees. He's the face of baseball. Well, He's their whole that, offense. They had to decision. sign him. That's, that's about selling tickets, memorabilia, merchandise. That's and that's not, a smart business move. Um, here's a Keith, just uh, before you hang up, listen. Donaldson, I'm not hanging up. This is my last Donaldson, call. Donaldson, <laughs> Kalefa, Hicks, Hagashioka, automatically off the team. If I was the GM. <laughs> yeah, but I they mean, value those guys. They value those guys, right? They they made the trade to bring IKF yeah, but, and well, Donaldson over here don't with, with Minnesota. Keep, don't give a pass to Cashman because guess what? Cashman, I don't. Cashman, genius, Cashman's in a right? new contract. He needs Why to start earning his new contract. Two years when the guy's washed up. Terrible trade. <laughs> now they're trying to figure out a trade for Max Kepler with the same team to make up for that stupid trade with Minnesota last year. I'm well, still he, I, hoping that well, they can right. get out Listen, of it. The only thing is, and this is, I don't like it, but I heard that the, the House Steinbrenner made the comment, and that's okay. See, it's all, it's, listen, here's the thing, even Mike Francesa, we, you know Mike Francesa, he's right, hey, we agree upon that. All the scandal in 17 and 19, but here's the beautiful argument about that. The Yankees never hit. So even if, <laughs> banging on the thing, banging on the drum, that was the excuse then. Okay. Yeah, where was the what? offense the in Houston? Here's the bottom line. Houston, they, they, you know what? Houston owns the Yankees like Atlanta owns the Mets. And I texted this back in the summer, and I got a, a, a lot of tweets back agreeing with me, that one. Okay, that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at us like, 
He's still there. I, I literally did not hang up on him. I let him get his words in. Keith McPherson on the fan. That's all I've got. Salicata comes up next. Call him up. Continue the conversation. That's where you can talk about Jose Quintana and Kodai Senga and Justin Verlander and all the money tied up in him and Max Scherzer. Have a good one. I'll be back on at 7 p.m. I got a five-hour KM to AM tonight and Wednesday night, and we'll do more talk about the Jets and the Giants, maybe even the Nets and the Knicks. Of course, the Mets and the Yankees. Thanks for listening. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.